a brawl? I'll teach you how to shred. Just keep your eyes on me! For my audition, I'm going to sing an original song. Are you ready to rock? All you gotta do is hop on and hold tight. For that little bug will throw you out faster than a tick on a dog. Please don't kill me. I'm so young and full of potential. I never thought I'd feel so much hatred towards a pastry. <laughs> What do you mean you lost my invitation to meet the prince? No, it's okay. I'm not mad. I'm just going to kill you! What are you talking about? This is going to be the best field trip ever! Right you are, Bob. I can feel my uterus shrinking as we speak. <laughs> Mrs. Butterworth, please put that syrup down. Not in front of the children. Let's get out of here. I don't like the look of that vortex. Come on, Abel. Max speed! Hello and welcome to Elegram of the Podcast. I'm your host, Abdullah, and with me today is Brittany Cox. How are you doing, Brittany? Hey, I'm doing so good. How are you? I'm ready for this year to be over. <laughs> uh, I think we all are. God, this is, um, yeah. Like, I don't even, like, where, where do I even start anymore? Like, it's it's become, like, this point where... I, you know, I'm trying my hardest to, um, you know, keep a positive attitude, but my God, it is, it's becoming harder and harder with every passing day. And you just wake up and, and, and think to yourself, okay, what's, uh, what's new, what's 2020 got <laughs> today? <laughs> I know. I think that when it first started off, like the joke was, well, it can't get worse than this. Oh no. Oh no, it can. Hello, challenge accepted. So it just feels like it just keeps getting stacked on. I just, uh, I hope one day we can look back and laugh at all this. It doesn't feel like that now, but I, I hope that happens. Well, I mean, humor is the best, uh, you know, the best way to cope. I find, you know, my philosophy is that, you know, humor is the best way to cope with serious situations. And if you're not the type of person who can, you know, crack a joke, even at the worst times, then, you know, something's wrong with you because, you know, humor is all we got. Humor is all we got Uh, right now. It it literally is. I mean, I don't know about you, but uh, I haven't left my apartment in like seven months. So, yeah. Humor is very important. <laughs> oh no, I got I got a funny story about not leaving the house, <laughs> you know, because you know the only time I ever leave the house is when you know to go to therapy, and then the last session my therapist said, you know, you look like you know you look really terrible, and I'm like, <laughs> well, I barely leave the house, that's why. <laughs> so, like, it's not my fault. I'm just not used to putting on pants anymore. Come on. Yeah, it's just, you know, I I mean, I I talked about this before, but I, you know, a year ago, I had this routine of get up, you know, take a shower, get dressed, you know, kill some time before I got to go to work, go to work, come back, and then just spend the rest of the day doing whatever. But now it's like, I can't go to work anymore because, you know, someone at at the, um, where I work got the virus and died because of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and and um, so I can't go back. <laughs> Maybe that's for the best, at yeah. least for right now. Yeah, so I can't go back to work, and and I'm just been I've just been stuck at at um you know in at home for for God since uh late February. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. 
Well, hey, as soon, like, whenever there's a vaccine and, like, we can all leave our houses again, imagine how many amazing things we're going to do, even if it's just going to happy hour or brunch or just seeing friends and hugging them. I am going to cry a lot, and I'm going to, like, touch so many people. It's going to – people are going to think I'm psycho, I'm sure. No, um, I mean, I think everyone's going to do that. Like, the, the day this thing ends is, like, <laughs> you're going to see people just come out in droves, like... Blinking into the sun, like, mole people, like, oh, God, what is this? No, no I think, uh, you know, like, someone asked me a really good question, was, and, and I think um, and I think about this question a lot, which is, when was the last time you ever felt, like, a sense of normalcy? And I think about this a lot because... You know, especially to this, you know, considering this year, like the last time I would think, uh, you know, any normalcy was like January because like January was like the last month I, I, you know, went still went to work and and I still like, you know, went to like a local co a comic convention. Remember those? Yeah, those are yeah. <laughs> those were a thing. But like January was like the last month where there were where where there was like any sense of normalcy. And then February, just like everything went to hell in February. And mm. um, yeah, it just uh, kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. <laughs> I know. But I mean, I guess in the, I guess it's the good thing is we're all in it together. Like taking in kind of maybe a more optimistic point is, you know, we're all in it together. And at least it's not like just one person having all of this crap on them it's like we're all here together we we can get through this together and yeah because i don't know what else to do <laughs> no i mean i it's interesting because i've noticed that people who used to be like you know extroverts have become introverts and the introverts have just started to lose their minds because even because even <laughs> they're not used to being in in like in, in isolation for so long yeah I talk to my dog a lot more than I used to, and I already talk to her quite a bit, but it's it's gone a little beyond normal. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, you know, people talk to their pets often, but I mean, if it's, you know, you know, you should start worrying about when you're starting to talk to inanimate objects. That's when you, you know, you oh, start to okay, worry. Okay, good. I, have, I haven't gotten that bad yet, so I, I will know when that starts happening, that's a sign. <laughs> No, but I think my first question is like, what are you, you know, how are you coping with this whole thing? Yeah. Um, well, I feel pretty lucky because uh, doing voiceover, we were able to transition into recording from home pretty easy. Um, so I feel really lucky that I've been able to keep working and that's kept me really busy. And I'm such a workaholic that I'm like, push the feelings away. If I can just keep working, I won't have to deal with it. Um, so I've had some uh, crazy days where those things come back up. But um, yeah, it's it's hard. You know, my family is all on the East Coast um, in North Carolina, and I'm in LA on the West Coast. So I haven't, speaking of January, you know, I haven't seen them since January. Um, and I won't be seeing them this year because my parents are older. And uh, so that's a little hard. Um, but 
I've been talking to a lot of people on the phone a lot more than I used to and connecting with friends in that way. So that's been really good. Um, but I think it, it, like what you were talking about earlier, it's just really hard being inside and being by yourself so much like that, that does take a toll. Um, so it was so nice to hear from you and be like, yes, I want to talk to another human. Come on. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, and I said this before where it's hard, it's getting so hard to not end every episode with me saying, thank you for keeping me sane. <laughs> cause, right? cause like, man, like, on, like, here's the honest truth. Like these are like what your, you know, these episodes that people listen to, like, this is the only like other human interaction I have. Cause like outside of this and my, my therapist, I, I'm not, I'm not talking to anybody. So it's like, yeah, you know, no, it's important. It's important to, to have that human connection, it, even though it's like in a different way than we're used to having it. At least it's something, right? So. Yeah. I mean, it's better than nothing, I guess, but right? you know, it's, <laughs> it's just like, you know, I, I just look back at, at some of the times where, you know, I, I, you know, talk to people face to face and you know and i just think man you know if only i could go back in time and have a few more minutes of that person because uh you know i didn't know we didn't know like we would know it's like man i should have given an extra hug just one more hug i should have done it (laughs) yeah i know and it's just you know you kind of think those thoughts and you kind of wonder like man we we as we we as human beings like take each other's company and 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 conversations even no matter how mundane for granted because those you know little conversations about whatever are what keeps you going throughout the the end of the day because if if you're just like stuck alone without any form of communication with any other person you you start to go insane and and you know before you know before like as as a you know you know as a kid you know you didn't think about this stuff and you know i was like ah, i'll i would never you know we would never like you know like i think um you know back when back when i used to travel a lot you know you'd see people like you know going to, to all these like tourist traps and stuff like that and 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 you would think and i would always think like there would never come a time when you know this 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 you know where people wouldn't be you know connected but i was wrong <laughs> well i don't think anybody could have predicted this so yeah it's, it's it's funny like you know because i've been like re-listening to some like older episodes from like two years ago and like man <laughs> It sounds like crazy Things talk. Have changed. <laughs> sounds like <laughs> sounds like crazy talk. Go, oh, you going into a recording studio, recording ensemble? What is this what? crap? <laughs> I know it's like what what does that even mean now? Yeah, no. Um and 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 um you know, you're lucky, you know, like with everyone else who's done, you know, who's in the voiceover business because you guys actually you know, get, get, you know, you're, you're in a position where you can still work from home while other people who are, you know, while, you know, on camera people basically got screwed over because they're like, no jobs, no jobs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, they, uh, it sounds like that stuff is coming back and starting to slowly start filming again, which is good. So I think, I think, well, that's going to swing back. Um, which is cool. Um, like in Vancouver, I know 
places are starting to film again and in the UK and Australia. So, yeah, we'll see. Well, I mean, they have to because people crave content now more than ever. <laughs> I, now that we're all home, I know. It's like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do if I run out of things to watch? And, you know, yeah, it's weird because, like, you know, a year before this whole thing happened, everyone was like, oh, I didn't have time to watch whatever. But now it's like, oh, you didn't watch this? Well, what, what what's stopping you? <laughs> like, you're not doing anything else. Right? <laughs> Get it together, man. Yeah, I mean, because cause again, I, you know, said this before, but, you know, I'm not the type of person who usually binge watches stuff, but yeah. because of the pandemic, I'm like, screw it. <laughs> I'll look just like browse Netflix or what, what, whatever and try to find whatever to watch for eight hours because I got nothing else. <laughs> yeah, might as well. Like, at least it can make you feel like you're going to different places and are around different people and all that stuff yeah and and, and i know this is gonna sound weird but it's it's kind of comforting whenever i you know i watch like some something animated and i hear and i recognize someone i'm you know friends with it's like yeah, yeah. that's that's comforting to know that you know that a person is still getting work so yeah <laughs> Well, and it's like cool because it's like i know them that's so fun yeah i know i, I still i love doing that i'm always like oh, is that so and so oh my gosh it is oh i'm so excited for them <laughs> it's, it's especially fun when i you know go to you know go to social media and, and find out that you know so and so was in you know this thing i didn't and i didn't catch it and i'm like holy crap that was you yep <laughs> yeah that's because that's the most fun stuff I think about voiceovers. Like, yeah, you there are people you can easily recognize, but it's the ones that you can't recognize for the first time that are truly talented, in my opinion. Where you mm -hmm. just where they just like pull pull a rabbit out of a hat, and you just wonder like, how did they do that? <laughs> I know it's crazy. I've I've been in um, you know before COVID. Uh, I've been in workshops and sessions with friends of mine. Um, and, you know, we'll be working on different copy and stuff and they'll, they'll pull something out that's totally random and they'll do it. And I'm like, where did that voice come from? Like, I've heard you do all these, what? You just blew my mind. This is unreal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's sort of, it's sort of weird, like watching Spider-Man and trying to remember like, oh, you know, you know, Ben Pronsky's doing Venom and, 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 right? and, and it's, and it's kind of hilarious when you have to remember like, oh, he was also David in Dark Dreams Don't Die. <laughs> like, right. They just he does. Uh, just, I just, love Ben. No, he's a, he's a good friend of mine. He, you know, he just like, I remember like when I had him on here, we just hit it off like, like that. <laughs> we were just <laughs> like, we were just like talking about like what, like how, how everything sucks and how everything's like, oh, uh, no. <laughs> like, Oh man, he, I mean, he told me the story that actually scared the living crap out of me. Where he told me the story about him going to this was back in I think March or so. Uh, you know, maybe maybe March or June. I don't remember. But he, he told the story about going to you know the grocery store and and like this old guy walking up to him without a mask and just like oh, freaking gosh. just like freaking him out. And I'm like, dude, if I was like, I would have. I mean, I told him like if I was in your position, I would have yelled at him. Like I would have, I would have yelled at him because I'm like, oh yeah, like that, you know, not wearing a mask is one thing, but like coming up to me, 
you know, without wearing a mask, you know, just like Being not practicing people not, like not practicing social distancing. I, I'll get, you know, I, I would like yell at you. I'm sorry. I would. No, it's yeah. Yeah. I just don't understand that. Like, I just don't get it. It's not hard. <sighs> people. Yeah. I mean, but I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, but yeah. Um, gosh, <laughs> it's. Uh, well, so. and you were you, you were talking about uh, Ben's Venom voice, like because I've known Ben I've known Ben for years, like we've worked together for a couple of years now, and yeah, the first time I heard him do it, I was like, where did that come from? Like, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, good good guy. I'm sure he scares his kid when he does it too. <laughs> Can you imagine being a little kid and suddenly your dad's like, oh, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. No, I think, I think I wish like I could be a kid again. Cause they don't, you know, like they don't under, they like, they don't know that that's another per that's a person doing those voices. Cause we you know when yeah. you're a kid, you're like, oh, whatever. It's just cartoons. You don't, you don't think about the fact that, oh, someone's getting paid to, 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 right. to make these sounds in a booth for for four hours <laughs> oh yeah i mean i i don't know any adult voice actors who got into this when they were kids because they knew it was a job like it was i mean we all have this story in some shape or another that you know we go along our acting path and then it's like oh wait this is a job of course it is duh why didn't we think about this sooner no i mean to this day like i remember like you know, discovering, you know, Frank Welker for the first time and just being mm -hmm. blown away at the fact that all those animal sounds in those movies I've I've heard were him. Like, how? How? <laughs> it still blows my mind. I just, it blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that. you know, again, you know, I love, you know... I love um, people who can do creature voices. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's just me, but, you know, whenever I hear someone doing, like, creature voices, I'm like, yep, they're awesome. <laughs> Cause... Dude, they are. I mean, it's such a it's such a skill, and it's crazy how deceptive it is. Like, on the surface, you know, when you're playing a game or doing a um, – uh, watching a movie or whatever, you, you're like, oh – that that seems pretty simple like you just mimic a thing or create a thing but to actually do it and make it feel real is like next level ish it's uh hats off to everybody who does it yeah i mean i think like i mean i know this is like you know the popular opinion but whatever like it's it's i know it's a boring opinion to have but you know no such in, thing no i mean like because I play, like, a lot of Mortal Kombat 11, and my God, like, Steve Bloom as Baraka is just, like, perfect casting because he just brings that monstrous, you know, he brings a monstrous tone to, to his voice that just, like, yeah. so much fun to listen to. I'll, I just never get tired of it because <laughs> he's, like, you know, he's, he's just... so good. Yeah. And he's, like, I mean, I remember doing, like, a Q&A with, you know, a, you know, a Zoom Q&A back, you know private zoom Q and a with him back in 2018. I think it was like around this time, you know, back when he had time to do those, to do those things. Yeah. Um, and he is like the sweetest man, like one of the sweetest pe uh, people you will ever meet. He's like, just very humble, very down to earth. Like mm -hmm. he'll just like answer any question, no matter how stupid it is. 
Hey, you know, I think that's the great thing about, uh, you know, the voice acting community, like the more people I've met and have worked with and been around, like even the, the Frank Welkers and, you know, um, the Steve Blooms and everybody, like everyone is so kind and like really cool people. And it's so refreshing and so nice. And they play, they all play these like crazy evil villains or like these insane characters, but they're just cool people. Yeah, and there's no ego. Like you talk to them, and they're yeah. just like just so down to earth about what they're what they do, and it's just like, yeah, you know, yeah, I was that guy. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. No, but but I mean, what you know, speaking about like you know the, the the business and and whatnot, like what is it about voiceover that that you know appeals to you personally? Oh well, yeah. Um, so I came from a, a theater and on camera background. Um, and so I just really enjoyed acting and being a part of projects and creating characters and all that. But um, I never really like found my groove. But the first, I, I will never forget the first time I stepped into a voice booth, I was like, oh, this feels like home. I don't know why I can't explain it, but I felt freer being a character and trying things in a booth than I ever did on stage or behind a camera. Um, I just like that you can be anybody and play anything and it's it's just such a challenge because you have to, you know, you have to create a whole world and a whole character with just your voice. Like that's insane, just your voice and it's it, it, when it all comes together, it's so cool. Like I the proudest stuff I've ever worked on has been in voiceover um because you see the finished product and you're like, "Oh my god, what?" That's me? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and do you get weirded out when you re-listen to stuff that you're in or do you just like not care? Um, sometimes, sometimes I'm like, oh, I've grown a lot. I'm a different actor now. Oh, that's the take they picked. Oh, really? I feel like there was a better one. Uh, that definitely happens. Um, but no, usually it's just fun and it's just cool to see how it all came together. Um, Cause like, especially with um, video games and animation and stuff, you know, we're just doing the voices and we, we might see a picture of the character, but we never see it in action. Um, and so when you get to see the finished product or play the game uh, and see it in action and all put together, it's really cool. It's like, oh wow. And that's the other characters. Wow, that's super neat. Yeah, especially like when it comes to video games, because when you record, you know, video, for video games, you're just recording alone. You're not recording ensemble. Mm -hmm. So you right. don't know what the other actor's performance is going to be like. So Exactly. You don't even know what the other voices are. Like you might know who else is in it if you see the sign-in sheet and then you like text your friends and you're like, you're in this game too. Oh my God, that's so cool. Um but yeah, we have no idea what each other sounds like or what the other characters are like. So it's uh, it's super fun to see it all put together. Yeah, and 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 plus you can brag about oh I was in this game with this person <laughs> even though we never recorded <laughs> together. So there you go. Right, <laughs> right. And it, it makes people feel like you know we're we're like best friends even though we've met once. You know. <laughs> no, I mean because I remember like you know talking to talking to various people and and they're just like blown away at the fact that they that they get to work with you know so 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 many amazing people but without even having met them in real life because mm -hmm. it's like i was in a project with you know this person like that that doesn't happen often 
And especially like when, when it comes to like, you know, people who are just starting out in the business, like when you, you know, you're just coming in and you're just like you to, this total unknown coming in to play this, you know, massive character. And then you look at the other cast members and they're all like these big name voice actors. And you're like, what did I do to get here? <laughs> like, why, why, why am I here? <laughs> no, totally. It's crazy. And I mean, especially um, like I remember when because. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses was my first big game that I did. And um, it was the first thing I booked moving to L.A. And I, I remember when it came out because we recorded for like a whole year and then some more time went by before it came out. Um, and I was like, oh, wow, I had no idea who all these people were. And now I know them. And that's just crazy. Oh, yeah, that's that's a game that has a really great cast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, everybody's so good. The casting is phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, even though one could argue, well, it's, you know, most of them have done anime. And I think someone I used to know made this, like, really funny joke about, you know, whenever you hear, like, video game voices and it's over the top, it's like, oh, this is just stock anime voices. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. You know, not totally wrong sometimes and sometimes it's funny like people will will hire you because you do a certain thing or you know you do the anime stuff and vice versa so you know whatever works man well i mean it's interesting because you know some some people like it it, you know start out like doing anime and and that's how they cut their teeth into it and and then they move on to you know video games and you know western animation and and I and I kind of wonder like you know what was your what was your entry into into the into this uh, business? Yeah, so mine's totally different. Uh, mine was commercial. <laughs> um, so uh, I did basically just commercial voiceover for three years um, for like Amazon and Hulu and all kinds of stuff, and then um, I. Uh, I booked, do you remember, I don't know if you remember this game, uh, the 1-2 Switch, when the Nintendo Switch first came out? Oh yeah, I remember. Wasn't that the instructional video thing? (laughs) Yeah, yep. That was the first video game I ever booked. And uh, I was like, oh, this is so cool. This is so much fun. I want to do more. And then, uh, yeah, I so I just kept booking uh, video games were kind of like my start uh, into the character stuff. Um, and then I started booking some anime and then I started booking some anime Western animation. So I've had kind of a backwards kind of way into it, which has been fun. And and that's another thing people need to realize is like, it's not just cartoons and, and video games and anime. It's also promo work and commercials. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't, I, it's just, I really hate this idea that, you know, voiceover is just like, you know, it's just like uh, cartoons, anime, and and all this other stuff. But I'm like, you know, there's promo work as well. Like every every per, every time you hear a commercial, that's someone getting paid to do it. And yeah, and and, and a lot of people I know, you started out doing promo work, promo work, uh, you know, back in like 2017, and you know now they're like doing, you know, booking series and stuff. But you know. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I mean, honestly, the um, commercial work is great because like (laughs) you do a commercial and you're in and out in 15 minutes and it's a really nice paycheck. Whereas like a video game, you're working for four hours and making less than what you made in the commercial. But the video game work is so much more fun. But it's like, 
I don't know. So I, I love it all. I think it's, I, yeah, I just love it all. And I think it, it my favorite question I was talking to, um, so my, uh, choir teacher from high school reached out to me and was like, Hey, will you talk to, you know, our students? They're a little down cause they can't, um, they're not having an actual graduation this year. And I said, Oh my God, of course. And somebody asked me, they were like, Oh, so are you rich because you do video games? And I was like, I wish that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be nice. So I think that's the big, uh, the big thing people don't realize is um, even though these video games like make like millions and millions of dollars, uh, the actors don't get paid millions of dollars. I wish we did, but we don't. Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, you're just like a small part in, in like a bigger... Exactly. So it, it makes no sense to to pay like, you know, a billion dollars for, for this person, <laughs> you know? No, exactly, exactly. So... Um, yeah, I always thought that I always think that's such an interesting question because I had never thought of it that way. No, I mean, because I made this joke before where, you know, what was it? You know, Sissy Jones, you know, like booked like, um, you know, she's she's uh, Lilith on Owl House. And I made this mm -hmm. joke about, you know, her, you know, booking, you know, a Disney series. And, and, I, and I made this and I pointed out like. You know, now that people know that you're in a Disney series, you must get like a lot of people coming up to you saying, oh, man, you're in a Disney series. You you must make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, not it's it's not a lot yeah. of money, but it's you know, it's enough to live on. But of it's course, not yeah. but it's not it's not like, you know, billions and billions of dollars for like one. We're one... not we're not making that Tom Cruise money. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 not like, you know, I think, you know, I think like the only voice actor I can think of that makes like a, you know, large sum is Mark Hamill. But that's kind of understandable because, you know, Mark Hamill. But, you know, those Star Wars residuals. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I know, because I think because I mean, I remember like way back in, you know, 2017, someone put up like, you know, what he would get paid compared to other actors. And it's like, holy crap. <laughs> like, no wonder you don't see him in a lot of video games because he's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, I think that's been the, the thing about um, uh, animation and video games, like why people like me and Ben and, um, you know, not A-list celebrities still have a job is because it's, you know, the, the A-listers, they don't, they can't afford them or, uh, the A-listers also don't have the time to do all, to spend the hours in the booth doing the, doing all the voices and stuff. So it's great for us. We're like, yeah, we'll keep it. <laughs> Which, you know, brings me to the subject of, you know, uh, what was it? Voice matching. Cause that's a thing yeah. that, that people do. And, and have you ever, you know, have you ever done voice matching? I'm curious. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, uh, it's crazy. I had a callback to be, um, Mandy Moore's, uh, voice match for Tangled. Um, so I got really close to booking. It was between me and one other person and I, I don't know who booked it, but, um, yeah. So they, they told me that, you know, in the future, uh, that's a voice match I can do, which is pretty cool. That is hard, man. Voice matching is tough because you have to match the way they talk and their cadence and how they breathe and emphasize words. It's it's 
crazy. Yeah, because voice matching is what what it's what what it's it what they is um you know voice matching. You're not yeah. you're not coming in to do an impression. You're there to do Mm-mm. ADR because an actor didn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, or someone got sick or whatever. Like um you know who's really good who who's brilliant um uh Mick Winger uh does he does the Kung Fu Panda TV show for uh, he's Jack Black's sound alike he is brilliant i can't tell the difference it's so good oh i mean i've had him on and, and he describes his, his, his i think he says a real he, uh, um he's like hey man if if being the poor man's jack black is is a way is the way to go then i'm happy for it so right i would say the same thing like heck yes i i am down to be there when mandy is not available <laughs> so yeah I mean, but but that's interesting because you know when I when you watch movies and and you know and and stuff, you don't notice like someone else's voice matching because it's because it's like seamless sometimes because you know you don't you don't notice it and it's yeah. just it just you know the more I think about it, the more I'm like I I got I gotta rewatch some of these movies to see if like someone I know did the voice match. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean the really good like really good ones you'll never notice and they probably won't even be credited because um I mean I I can just tell you from the auditioning standpoint of doing it it is intense. I mean you have you have two full pages of just lines that you um they'll send you the dialogue of the actor who did it originally. You have to match perfectly what they did. And then you have another page of lines that you uh, also uh, have to match the character, but there's no audio reference, so you have to do it on your own. And then if the character sings, you have to do the same thing with singing. Um, so it's a lot. It, it, when I get voice match auditions, like um, the Mandy Moore one took me, for my first audition, took me a good day to do. Like I spent all day just doing it. Yeah, because you have to sound exactly like that actor. You cannot, mm-hmm. like, you can, can't deviate. Yeah. Yeah, you cannot deviate. You, you know, they're not asking for an impression. They want a match, like a one hundred percent match, because yeah. they're gonna release this on, you know, everywhere and people. Yeah. You know, you gotta keep the illusion alive. <laughs> right. Well, and that's I I think the the um, interesting thing about like dubbing is so interesting because you that's kind of a voice match and like you you need to still embody the same character that the original actor in whatever language portrayed um and we have to believe that that voice is coming out of that mouth um but you can kind of be your own character a bit more which is fun yeah i mean especially dubbing is kind of jarring at first because you only have like mm-hmm. you know the beeps and, and you only got like x amount of seconds to say your line and that's it like you, you yeah. do not have like more than that that given amount of time and yeah and some people are great at that some people are like really great at dubbing and others just struggle with it and i don't blame people for struggling with it because it's like it's jarring it really is jarring but it's a it's a really good way to cut your teeth into the business because it, you know, teaches you all the all the fundamentals of voiceover. Yeah, well, and it's it's a like anything, it's a muscle. If you have good rhythm, you'll be fine at dubbing. <laughs> if you if you have no rhythm, 
dubbing is probably not for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and hell, I mean, and and yeah, I mean, even the the best like you know actors who are known for their you know anime roles didn't start out as you know amazing. Like I said this before, yeah. some of like Steve Bloom's early anime work was pretty crappy because he was like still he was still green to it. He was he was like okay, like he was literally hired to do the Giver because he was the only guy in the office who had a deep voice. And they're like, can you do this like voice for this character? He's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> like that's how it started. And, I mean, that's that's how it happened. I mean, my first commercial, I just happened to be in the studio dropping off food for my husband. And um, they were like, hey, you're a girl. You act. Get in the booth. We just need someone to do a line. And I was like, okay. And that was, I mean, that's how a lot of us get into voiceover just by accident. We just happen to be there. Yeah. And, and even like then, you know, when you when people are doing like anime, it's usually just like on the side because they're usually like, because you know, anime like pays nothing, which is kind of sad. Nothing. Because, <laughs> because, because <laughs> you know, it's it's very jarring and 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 taxing and and hard and 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 all they get out of it is like what seventy five dollars for like one for an entire series. There you go. That's your that's yep. your paycheck. <laughs> yep, it's not fun, but you get to work on some cool stuff and be a part of some cool projects and it allows you to um i always even the for me even the low pay the lower paying jobs like the dubbing jobs i still do those and stuff because it's a fun way for me to learn and try new things that i might not be brave enough to do for the really fancy projects yeah i mean and just you wait when you get big enough and you can't do anime anymore because you're like ah union stuff and you can't do any Mm -hmm. any any uh any dubs that aren't union dubs, and then people will complain about why isn't so and so doing anime anymore because of union right. <laughs> union stuff. Right, like fans get them to turn union, then they they will. <laughs> now, yeah, I mean that's why I like I point out like you know when when that you know Transformers you know when the Netflix Transformers series dropped and people were like oh why isn't like Frank Welker and and Peter Cullen coming back? And I'm like you know because they went non-union. Because they, you know, because mm-hmm. it was cheaper for them to go non-union, and they did. And yeah, you, you, there are like recognizable actors in that show, so it's not like complete unknowns. But you know, the the people who are there are people who are mostly known for doing, you know, non-union anime anime roles. So there right. you go. Like it's it's not that it's not that complicated, guys. It's like you know, sometimes if you wonder like why a certain actor didn't come back for for like uh for like an anime it's because they're pretty big and it's not a union dub so they can't come back <laughs> so that's yeah that's what sucks about it i mean there's it's 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 tough i mean especially for the fans and even as an actor you know there's there's so much that goes into any show or movie and casting and all of that stuff that um, you know, if your favorite people don't come back, it's there's usually a reason that no one can really control. You know, it's just there's a bunch of stuff that are behind closed doors, so to speak. So, but it it, it sucks for the fans, especially when they get disappointed about that stuff. Yeah, and and I and I say this a lot in that you know you can disagree with with an actor's performance of an existing character, but at the end of the day, that's what the voice voice uh, voice director wanted. So that's what the yeah, showrunners, like, that's what the showrunners and direction, 
that was that's what the direction directors and showrunners wanted. So you can't really you know if you're gonna get mad at someone, get mad at, at them, not not the actor, please. <laughs> yeah, and I mean sometimes it's just to go in a different direction to try a new thing. Like um, I always think about um, Kevin Conroy. You know, he's the Batman I grew up with um, in the animated series and all that stuff. But then they, uh, for some of the other Batman shows, like the more recent ones, they had a different Batman. They didn't have Kevin. And it was a different take on Batman. They were still so good. Not There was nothing wrong with anybody. The directors just wanted to go in a different direction and try something different. I mean, and sometimes it's like, you know, you all have your, everyone has their personal preference. I mean, I'm personally not of a fan. Course. I mean, I'm personally not a fan of, um, you know, Troy Baker's Batman because I think, you know, I have my problems with it, but... I'm not going to be like, ah, <laughs> Troy Baker ruined Batman forever. He's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I know. Troy Baker, get out of here, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but, 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 I mean, that's what I don't understand. I don't understand, like, okay, I understand having your personal preference and, and, who, do you, and who you like, but don't be a dick to, the, uh, to, 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 to an actor who took over a popular role that was made popular by someone else. Please don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I can... <laughs> definitely empathize with that i mean me taking over as the voice of nancy um you know honestly i was super nervous about that because the creators wanted to go in a different direction from the nancy that they've always had and um me becoming the new nancy drew you know some people don't like my version they still like the other version but that's okay you know that's who they like and doesn't mean i'm a bad actor it's just that's who they prefer. Um, but it's been cool because a lot of people have been like really supportive and, you know, not super nasty, which has been good. <laughs> well, I mean, there are some, I mean, I did read like some comments complaining about your role in, in, um, in Fire Emblem. And I'm like, come on, guys, give her a break. She wasn't Get that bad. <laughs> she wasn't that bad. Come on. <laughs> I think some people are just, they just want something to complain about. And that's fine. <laughs> and and i mean if Fire emblem is like done you know because it's it's mostly done like an anime right like where it's dubbed right like where you're doing dubbing. um some and then sometimes um it depends so some of the lines they're like okay you have to do this line within uh you have two minutes to do this line or you have 10 seconds or whatever. And so we just had to make sure it fit within time. Um, but we didn't have beeps or any of that stuff. We just had a rough time estimate of um, where things should fit. Um, and not all the time. Sometimes it was just like, yeah, whatever you do is fine. Yeah, so it's kind of a mixture of both, really. Yeah. Just, yeah, exactly. So Yeah, because, you, you know, know, usually because it's, you know, a Japanese game and usually, you know, when it comes to Japanese games, they're mostly like they they do the recording via like like they're do like they're dubbing because they usually have like everything done and you just like the English voice actors come in to just dub over the the pre-existing dialogue, so. Yeah, it, it was it was cool for this game cuz they um we didn't have to match specific performance like some of the other games I've done, we have to match uh, uh, the performance of the other actor and be pretty close, uh, a lot closer to dubbing um, like you would for anime. And uh, with Fire Emblem, we didn't have to do that as much, which was uh, nice. It was super fun. Which I think helped it a lot because, you know, if, if people were, if people were like too, 
they were too strict about having having an idea of what they wanted the characters to sound like, it wouldn't and the performances wouldn't have been good in my opinion. Because yeah, because I think the best performances come out when you give the actor a you know uh, you give the actor enough room to experiment and play and have fun and and just try to make the character their own, not you know not have not restrict them to to your to a specific you know version of what you what you want and you cannot go outside of that vision for sure and it i i love working with directors who like to try things and want to be creative and um allow the actor to try things and experiment and really do their own thing um of course the director's always there to be like whoa whoa let's let's do it a different way that didn't quite work um but it's it's really nice when you have that uh, more freedom because it ma- uh, makes for a more collaborative and creative process, which only makes the product even better. Yeah, I mean, you weren't brought in to do Nancy Drew, and you, the direction wasn't like, oh well, you know, remember the last game, do 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 that, yeah, just do that. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So um, yeah, so it makes it fun. You kind of even if you're redoing something or dubbing something you can still make it your own and which do you prefer dubbing or or you know uh, normal stuff um i love both because i do i do a lot of both um and they're both super fun and they have their own challenges like with dubbing you have to take something another actor in a different language did still make it your own but while matching mouth flaps so it makes it such a crazy challenge um whereas with um, you know, Western animation or uh, non-dub things, you just live it and you just build the scene and do whatever you want to do. Um, which sometimes it's like, there's too many options. I don't even know what to do. Ah! Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I know that's a crappy answer, but I just love both because they both do different things, use different parts of my brain. I mean, you know, Everyone has their own personal preference. I mean, I, I talk to a lot of people, and people say, oh, "I prefer this, I prefer that." But hey, I think you're the first person to have, to have ever said you love doing both. I guess. <laughs> so. Well, I'll take it then. <laughs> I like to be an individual. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 the answer to the to the age old question: Which role is your favorite? Well, I love them all. There you go. <laughs> I love all of them. <laughs> It's true. How can I possibly choose? Uh, I mean, it's. I mean, it it depends on the role, really, and and depends on the experience and and what that role. If the role resonates with a lot of people, then chances are you're gonna pick that role compared to oh, background extra number thirty two or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. That's. Uh... That's why I stopped doing musical theater because I was like, I do not like being in the background. I want to be up front. So yeah, I I, I definitely like those. Uh, I like the more upfront roles, not b- extra number twenty-seven beside oh. the tree with the hat. <laughs> God, oh, I, I I don't understand like the point of like. I understand like it's to create an environment, an illusion of an environment on stage, but. Come on, man. Like, you're just wasting actors' time just having them stand around. And it's like, okay, mouth like you're having a conversation. Just just mouth it. (laughs) Yeah. It works out in the big numbers where there's, like, you know, everybody's singing the chorus and it's all big and beautiful and wonderful. But, yeah, all the in-between times, it's like, 
I just want to do a solo. It's 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 one of the things that really bothers me about like America about sitcoms in general, is like the sitcoms that use mm-hmm. like, you know, the standard camera setup where mm-hmm. every time you see the characters in like a public place, there's there's usually like a lot of extras in the background just mouthing off and doing nothing <laughs> and and I've made a game of that of like every time I watch like a sitcom I'm just like paying attention, paying more attention to what the what the extras are doing because it's just hilarious. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Because it's just like they're trying to mouth a conversation. I can tell it. They're not actually having a conversation. They're just like making movements with their hands, and and <laughs> it's just hilarious. I don't know why. They... Oh, the best, the best is when they're pretending to eat. That's a really good one. Or I love it when uh, the extra is like trying to look in the camera, like to get in front of the camera, that's always my favorite. Oh God. <laughs> Those are great. Cause you can see, you can tell they like are shifting so that, cause they're very aware of where the camera is to shift to make sure that they're like in frame so you can see them and no one's blocking them. I think like a couple of episodes of, of Orange is the New Black had, had like a couple extras who tried to do that. <laughs> and it's just, <laughs> so funny like because because they're like you know in prison and they got like all these prisoners in like one scene and you can tell like they're like one of them is trying real hard to not look at the camera (laughs) it's hilarious but um but no i think like the beauty of voiceover for me personally is like people are given a chance to be creative in ways that live action does not allow them to be which i think is cool 100 percent. i mean i uh, it's it's just crazy the worlds that you can be in and the projects you can be a part of and the characters that you can play that you would never get a chance to do doing live action and you just have to be so much more imaginative because you know you're not you don't have a scene partner all the time you're not actually talking to anybody you're just talking to a mic and you got to make it feel real yeah yeah and 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 that's that's you know it's hard because it's like you know you're stuck in you're stuck in a room in a booth with a microphone in front of you and you're just like given, you know, you have a script in front of you and you have, you know, a director telling you what the con- what the context is, mm-hmm. but you don't know what the final product is going to look like. It's going to be yeah. either really great or really terrible. You don't know. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, with uh, with Ingrid, I had no idea what she looked like no clue. I, I didn't know what anybody looked like. They were the way they described the, the, uh, the game to me is they were like, so take Harry Potter, like school, different houses, all that stuff. And then put it in a Lord of the Rings type of world. That is this game. And I was like, okay, okay. (laughs) So looking at it, I'm like, oh, I could see how they would get that. Yeah. But, but it's not as like, serious as lord of the rings i mean yeah right. sure there, there there's like serious moments but it's not like there is no right. moment where like someone's screaming out you shall not pass or whatever you know it's, right it's not that it's not serious as, it's, it's not as epic <laughs> yeah like it's 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 epic in its own way i mean it's it's very anime it's very anime yeah <laughs> it's it's very fun <laughs> there's some fun characters lots of laughs some cute moments, some heart moments. And I know. just and I just love the fact that you know a game has really resonated with people when they just come up with a ton, with tons of memes for it. The memes are the best. The Sylvain dancing meme still my favorite, <laughs> hands down. I just every time that comes across, 
uh, my screen. I just laugh. It's so good. I mean, it's just it's just so hilarious because it's just like, yeah, we have this like really, you know, this this epic fantasy thing, and it's just like, nope, we're gonna make it all funny. We're just gonna make fun of it. <laughs> Great, do that. I mean, as an actor, I love that. I think it's so fun. No, because it's it's so funny because like you know you notice like a bunch of a bunch of um a bunch of dialogue that that tries to. Especially, like, when it comes to Hilda, like, some of her, you know, dialogue is, like, she's supposed to be, like, obtuse and quirky. She's like, oh, I don't know, and, and, and whatnot. And um, and then you look at her in battle, and and she's like, lady, you fight with a with a giant axe, okay? <laughs> like, who are you fooling? Who are you fooling with this, with this, high, school, with this high school axe? <laughs> no, but, I mean... Have you like was what was the were you shocked at the at the uh, fan reaction to Ingrid or were you just like meh whatever? No, yeah, I you know I didn't think she'd be as I mean as popular as I think she got in certain circles, and I mean maybe it's just because all the people who comment on my stuff are people who like Ingrid. So, um, but uh, yeah, because I didn't think she was as flashy as some of the other characters. Um, so it's been really cool to see all the fan art and all the, um, you know, the people who are like super into who she ends up with and all that. Like, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, because she's not, I mean, this is what I like about the series is like, it has a cast of billions of characters and they all have their own specific fandoms and like, everyone mm-hmm. seems to like everybody. Like, it's so weird because usually like with, with any show or medium with large casts, you have people who are like, I like this person. I don't like this person, but everyone in fire emblem seems to have their own fandom. Like, it's just so weird. I've never seen any other franchise that has done this. Like, (laughs) yeah, me neither. And I was, I was honestly so surprised, but it was like really cool. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is neat. Every game should be like this. And, and is is it is it hilarious when people come up to you asking you about lore questions and you're like I'm I, I'm just the actor I don't I don't <laughs> yeah yeah I I get those sometimes and I'm like I am the wrong person to ask I wish I could help you and also it's been so long since we did it I have forgotten so many things or I get it mixed up with um some of the other uh, games I've done since then that live in a kind of similar type of thing like uh trials of mana is a totally different game but it's um you know some of the character relationships are very similar so i'm like wait which one is this oh right what well i mean to help you it's like fire emblem is like an original game and trials of mana is a remake so there you go oh for sure no (laughs) for sure 100 percent. yeah um no, I, I always find it hilarious, like, when, when fans come up to voice actors and ask them, like, really specific, like, stuff that they have no idea about. Like, I think my favorite is, like, when I had, like, Roger Craig Smith on and, and he said, like, people would come up to him and, and you know, people would message him and, and asking about, like, Apex, uh, you know, specific Apex uh, Legends stuff. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'm the wrong person to ask about this stuff. <laughs> Oh, no, I mean, even Charlie Adler, like, I was in a a thing with him a bit ago, and 
he was talking about how he went to a convention within the last couple of years and somebody was asking him about his motivation on episode whatever of My Little Pony in this season and it was like forever ago and he's like dude I don't even know what you're talking about I vaguely remember that character um so no I think my favorite Charlie Adler quote is like when someone asked him about like being in the original Transformers you know G1 series back in the 80s and he's like are you kidding man I don't even ever remember being in like, was I in that? I don't know. He was. Who was I? <laughs> I mean, he was. He's funny, but man. He was, but he, it's been so long ago, and he's probably like, yeah, well, he's I don't. Worked on so, he's worked on so many things. It all, you know, after a while, it starts to blur together. Yeah, I mean, like, I noticed, like, you know, people who are, like, a lot older, you know, unfortunately, like, you know, as you get older and, and you work on – various different pro- projects it becomes a hassle keeping up with with everything because it's not it's not like live action where you have like x amount of roles that you remember doing or like you know someone kept a kept a note of because with voice actors they have like thousands upon thousands upon millions of credits and it's just it's just hard to keep up with all of them like it's just yeah it's just At a hard certain point yeah <laughs> So, I mean, but I think it's always hilarious, like, every time, like, someone comes up to a voice actor and asks them, like, really lore-specific questions, because it's just like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, I know, I know my storyline. That's, that's all I got. That's all I got for you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, Dude, yeah. I was going to say, this has been so fun. Like, I'm really <laughs> glad that you reached out and, like, we got to chat and hang out for a little bit. Like, this has been really nice. I know. No. Well, I mean, it's it's the least I can do. We all gotta keep sane somehow. So yeah. Well, and uh, you know, and what time is it? Of, is it like super early in the morning? It's five in the morning. Oh my god, I can't even. <laughs> you sound so awake. I just can't even. Uh. <laughs> That's unreal. No, I mean you get used to it, and 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 I've been, you know, I think, you know, the the one thing that kept me going this year was like just like having Roger Craig Smith on and and having him say if like if people knew that the 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 amount of effort you put into to the show, you know, staying up at like late, <laughs> waking up at like four in the morning to record and 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 editing these episodes together, they would have more respect for you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, right it on. Is, it is. <laughs> I, it is not easy to do and I can only imagine. So, I mean, I'm, I feel really honored that you asked me to come on. Like that felt really cool. So I appreciate it. I mean, the world needs content and I, I mean, I'm like, you're already, you're doing this for a year now. You can't stop now. You, you're dug Keep yourself, going. You've dug yourself deep. Okay. You can't, <laughs> you can't go out anymore. You can't, you can't, um, you know. Like, well, hey, it's a great way to meet and chat with new people, know. you know, and talk about cool stuff. I mean, so, some of the episodes are fun and some are really awkward and, and ugh. Oh, I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't want to listen to oh, this. No. Oh, no. Well, that's okay. We all have those moments. <laughs> I mean, you can't connect with everybody. That's the thing. It's like, I, I have to remember, like, you know, I, you know, I'm... I'm just a person. I'm socially awkward. I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm a terrible conversationalist. So there you go. And yeah. 
Hey, you know, we're all just people. And I mean, there's a reason we got into uh, acting. We're all a little awkward and weird. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm at that point where I'm like, I can't stop. I can't stop. I can't stop. And, and the funny thing is like this week alone, like, <laughs> swear to god like I, I mean i sent like a bunch of emails to various people i think two or two 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 weeks or a week ago and today has been crazy because i've just been responding to all those emails so it's like what is this is this like national let's respond to abdullah's emails day or what what is this <laughs> Oh, that's great. Well, I can't wait to hear more of them. I was listening to a bunch the other day, and they're oh, really good. You know, oh. keep keep on keeping on. Uh, which one was your favorite episode, if you don't mind me asking? Well, I mean, of course, I listened to the Ben one, and I really enjoyed that one, <laughs> of course. Um, whose was it? Uh, oh, it was uh, uh, Lindsay Rousseau. I love her. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> She... No, I mean she. Was that she, one of your awkward ones? She was great, but like, I mean, my problem with that one was I was just like talking way too much. I, I'm just like, oh. Oh, I didn't notice. Because <laughs> I'm just I, like. I thought it was great. Just sitting here putting over that <laughs> Transformers. I'm just like putting over that Transformers series. I'm like, everyone watch this. Just like shilling <laughs> that out. Hey, yeah, I thought it was great. So maybe the ones that you think are awkward aren't that bad. And what? what and those are the top two, or, or is there more? I clicked through a few. Like I listened to the people that I know personally because I was because <laughs> oh, um, I was like, oh, I want it because I know them. So I'm gonna listen through those and uh, see what this is all about. Um, those are the ones that stood out because I was doing things while I was listening to it. <laughs> So those are the ones I remember. I yeah, sure I'm fi- my my journey is finally complete. I'm finally someone's background noise. <laughs> hey, no, it's a good thing. I mean, it's you know I can't. There's only I can't listen to music anymore. I have to do other things, and so I've really been enjoying listening to podcasts because it makes me feel like I'm with other people. So that's not a bad thing at all. <laughs> no, I uh, you know. I mean, I guess it's it's makes sense that you would listen to someone you know instead of like someone you don't know because then you're gonna like oh I gotta pay attention, damn it. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. It's you know, it, just to kind of get a feel for what was going on because um yeah, but I really I really like it so I can't wait to listen to more and I will keep you updated on my new favorite ones. How about that? <laughs> well, you do. You should. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much for taking the time off to do this. This was a lot of fun. Oh, it was so great to connect with you. And yeah, this was this was lovely. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll all be out in the world together again sooner rather than later. And hey, I mean, if you ever want to come back on anytime, like, <laughs> you know where to find me. <laughs> oh, that is very, uh, I will remember that. I will remember that. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Well, bye.